What is up, everyone? This is the Wildcat Guru. That intro gets me pumped. I am so pumped for Saturday. I am ready for this game, Arizona at San Diego State. Thank you guys all for listening. This is Game Day with the Gurus, part two of Arizona versus San Diego State. It's going to be a short one. I'm going to do the three key factors for the Wildcats to win this game and three key factors for San Diego State to win this game. So let's get started. Arizona, number one, the run game, both sides of the ball. Have to be good on both sides of the ball. San Diego State is really good at controlling the line of scrimmage. They're a physical team. Uh, They do have a really good 3-3-5 defense. All three of their linemen are seniors. Uh, Two of their linebackers are seniors. The other one's a junior. They're experienced. They're accoladed. They're they're battle-tested. They're physical. Uh, Some of them are going to be NFL players. They did lose their sack leader, uh, Cameron Thomas, which is a uh, it's a big hit for them. However, they did retain guys like Jonah Tavaye, uh, the McDon- uh, Cooper McDonald, and then um, the other McDonald brother as well. So it is going to be very important for U of A to rush for more than 51 yards like they did last time. Um, and they're going to have a plethora of running backs they have a versatile running back room now Um, i i love what scotty graham has done the players that him and jed brought in they uh they all are a little bit different uh there's some power backs you got speed backs you got a little bit of everything so let's get started with the first one the rb1 is michael wiley he's going to be starting uh he's going to be taking the majority of the carries however Michael Wiley and I I like Wiley I do I am a Michael Wiley fan Um, he's been loyal to the cats he's been good he's a good pass catcher he's a good uh, pass blocker he's solid okay but Michael Wiley himself not going to be able to get the job done and do what this team needs done Jonah Coleman running back number two um, I think uh some people were surprised to see him as the running back number two. I wasn't. I think he's the best running back on the team. Um, the only catch is he's a freshman. That's it. But most of the time uh, when a freshman comes in and you know they come in as an 18-year-old kid from high school um, and they get to camp and they start practicing, you can tell, okay, like, yeah, he's a freshman, you know, you can tell he's he's not really um, physically there yet, uh, you know, he's making mental errors, but with Coleman, it's different, he's the opposite, he is the biggest running back on the team, uh, he's 5'11", 225 pounds, he's showed his abilities since day one, uh, why he is capable of being a RB1. Now, he is going to get, um, you know, I don't know how many touches he's going to get, but he's going to get touches in this game. And we need a physical downhill run game 
in this game. We are not going to be able to ground and pound the whole game and beat them like that. That's It's not going to happen. We're going to need big plays out of the run game, and that's where Rayshon Luke comes into play. Now, he is undersized for a running back. Um, however, he is the most dynamic, explosive running back in Scotty Graham's uh, group. He might not get no more than maybe six, seven, eight touches a game. Uh, I think it all depends on how well he's playing. Uh, obviously, it's his first game. It's Coleman's first game. You wouldn't expect them to get a lot of, of touches, but they are also really good players, and they both bring something different to the table, something that we didn't have last year. DJ Williams is the other one. DJ is an experienced back. He played in the SEC. He played in the ACC. Um, he's going to be getting touches as well. He'll probably be used as a situational back. Um, I would expect he is the third running back on the depth chart. Key factor number two, explosive plays. This one is crucial. We need big plays. We are not going to be able to beat this team by punching them in the mouth, picking up four yards here, picking up six yards there, picking up three yards. We're not going to be able to win like that. Their defense is too good. It's too experienced. It's too physical. Tyler Loop or Kyle Ostendorp will be on the field in no time if we're not getting explosive plays. And it starts with Cowie. And it starts with Titor McMillan and Rayshon Luke and a few other guys. Arizona has the personnel to make big plays. There's, there's no question about it. Um, Cowing averaged 20 yards a catch last year. T-Mac was in, in high school, uh, which is not a good, um, you know, it, it's not a good analogy, should I say, for lack of better terms, uh, because D1 competition is totally different level, but he made big play after big play for Survey High School last year. Same for Rayshon Luke. Um, in the Adidas All-American game, he had two monster uh, touchdowns. One was like a 50, 60-yard run. The other one was about a 30-yard catch off a wide receiver screen. So this offense has the personnel to make these type of plays they have a quarterback who is very capable of making these plays. And San Diego State secondary has holes in it. Uh, they ranked as the 93rd best defense through the pass last year. They were the number three defense against the run last year. So you can see where the weaknesses are in that defense. And I would expect... Jed Fish is going to be looking to attack them through the air, through explosive plays. Number three, which is might be the biggest one of all, uh, red zone on offense and defense. Red zone, red zone, red zone. Arizona cannot leave the red zone with a Tyler Loop field goal and expect to leave Snapdragon Stadium with the win. It won't happen. San Diego State is too good. Um, I know as Arizona Wildcat fans, uh, I know a, a lot of us think that 
this team is 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 so much more talented and we're just gonna walk in there and uh it, it's our talents is gonna take over and we're gonna win this game well san diego state is talented too okay they're playing in their first stadium brand new stadium for the first time ever they are a trying to get into the pac-12 they want to get into a power five conference then they have to beat power five teams and they have a lot to play for so does arizona but this game is going to be uh, very difficult for arizona if they cannot hit on all three of those key factors just a little side note arizona was one of the worst teams in the country in the red zone um in total arizona's offense just wasn't good uh, arizona had 20 total touchdowns last year in total 20 touchdowns throughout the whole season that's it um however they did average 129 yards rushing a game and i would imagine if arizona can get uh, towards that number in this game hit a few explosive plays leave the red zone with seven points they have a good chance okay let's flip the script and let's go to san diego state number one same thing run game San Diego State has a brand of football that relies on the run game. It relies on an effective wear you down, punch you in the mouth, control the clock run game. That's what they do. Uh, they've done it for years, all the way back to Rashad Penny. I mean, there's numerous, numerous good running backs have came out of San Diego State. That's their culture. That's their brand of football. Last year, they had 271 yards rushing on Arizona's defense. And that cannot happen again if Arizona wants to win. Now, if San Diego State is going to win this game, I would imagine that they want to be right around that 150 to 200 yards on the ground mark. Um, and you have to imagine if they can get close to that 200 mark they're going to control the clock they're going to wear down arizona's defense um, which is going to have its effect later in the game and they're going to be able to pass the ball whenever they want because arizona is going to have to stack the box number two for san diego state one-on-one -on -one matchups this is a big one for San Diego State, maybe the most crucial of all for this reason. On paper, San Diego State's secondary didn't get any better, okay? They did return their all-conference, uh, first-team all-conference, um, maybe All-American this year, uh, safety. He plays that Aztec position, and he is a unit. Patrick, uh, Patrick uh, McMorris, he... Uh, led the team in interceptions. He led the team in uh, pass deflections. Um, I think he uh, was right up there in tackles. He uh, he kind of plays a uh, like a nickel type safety. Um, he is everywhere. He's a ball hawk. He's going to be hovering all over the field. Um, however, he's only one person. He can only guard Jacob Cowing. Um, he can only guard T-Mac. He can't guard both at the same time. And they have two young corners 
who I imagine Jetfish is going to try to expose. He's going to try to get them on islands. He's going to try to pick on them, and he should. They're both sophomores. Uh, they're both smaller cornerbacks. Both One of them is 5'11". The other one is six foot. They do have a few other uh, guys in the secondary. Dallas Branch, he's a senior. Um, and, and the key thing uh, when looking at this secondary, they are all six feet or shorter. Arizona has Tatora McMillan, who's 6'5", 210 pounds. That's what I mean when I say these one-on-one matchups on paper, they don't look good for a defense that was ranked 93rd in the country and the secondary as i said before didn't didn't improve a whole lot so those one-on-one matchups against arizona's wide receivers are going to be absolutely crucial i would imagine patrick mcmorris is going to be uh very busy they're going to use him in a variety of ways and um as they should and then the line the defensive line of san diego state is very good the offensive line of arizona does have questions now san diego state runs a 335 defense um it allows them to use all kinds of different blitz schemes uh different stunts it gives the defensive linemen uh more freedom to confuse the offensive line um, you know, the offensive line is never going to know exactly what's coming. Uh, you can have all six players at the line of scrimmage, um, or you can have them uh, stacked as that's why they call it the three, three, five, because there's three linebackers behind the three linemen. And it's going to give them a um, a lot of different um, schemes to throw at Arizona's offensive line and San Diego State should win this matchup. They should be able to control the line of scrimmage. They should be able to get pressure. And they should be able to get a few sacks and at least 10 quarterback hurries. Jonah Tavaye, he was their second leading uh, sacker. Or he had the second most sacks <laughs> sacker on the team uh, from last year. He's back. He's going to be that main guy on the defense to watch for. They also have uh, the McDonald brothers. They have a few other guys that are all proven. They um, One of the McDonald brothers transferred from Washington. He's going to start as the Sam linebacker. And uh, like I said, they're going to be throwing all kinds of different schemes. They're going to be throwing different blitz packages. Um, they know that Arizona's offensive line struggled against them last year they gave up a few sacks and they're going to be looking to do the same thing number three for san diego state and this one is going to be very important to their offense and that is getting braxton burmeister running and getting braxton burmeister out of the pocket to make plays uh, Johnny Nansen, Arizona's defense coordinator, said they're going to be running a QB spy. Well, what a QB spy is, is the defense will use either a linebacker or a, a safety um, to spy on Braxton Burmeister. And he'll be basically uh, directly 
across the field uh, behind the lineman and if Burmeister rolls out left then the defender will follow suit if Burmeister uh, does a uh, bootleg and rolls out left the defender will follow suit it is going to be very important for San Diego State to have successful uh, play actions um, and that's going to start with the run game going back to the first key factor it's going to be very important for Braxton Burmeister to get out of the pocket to create some plays to use his legs I mean he rushed for like eight over 800 yards um, I believe at Virginia Tech I could be wrong but he's he is a dual threat quarterback. He he's got good speed. He's a big dude. He's strong. He's uh I mean he he's a big physical fast quarterback and his greatest strength is his mobility. And Johnny Nansen is going to have to throw all kinds of different um looks at him. Uh they can't just use one player to spy on him. They're going to have to use uh, maybe two or three different guys give him different looks, uh, send blitzes from the opposite side of the field, and have the QB spy on the other end waiting. I mean, they're gonna have to mix it up uh, to keep Burmeister in the pocket. Um, the whole point is to get outside the containment of the defender that is spying, and that is gonna be uh, important because if Braxton Burmeister plays this game in the pocket if he can't uh, get you know get some space get out in the open field if he cannot be an, an effective runner San Diego State could have a tough time winning this game and those are the three factors for San Diego State um, I think that there are some other factors that I did not include um, there's a lot going on in this game there's a lot of different things that um, I could have included, and um, it, it's it's really just going to come down to uh, the run game. It's going to come down to uh, a few matchups, one-on-one matchups, and uh, it's going to come down to the defensive line pressure on both sides of the ball. Um, just like a you know a game of chess, uh, football is very methodical, strategical, and this is going to be a good game. Um, I know I can't wait for it. I am excited. Uh, both teams will get a chance to see how they match up with good competition. Um, both teams will be fighting with everything they got. I mean, this is the first game of the season. Um, I mean, Arizona lost to BYU last year by eight points in their home opener. Uh, as bad as they were, they almost beat such a good team on their first game and the first games are usually just different <laughs> they're just different the the energy's up i mean it's because no one really knows where they're at until they've played that first game against a, a solid team so i expect a a high level game uh a lot of energy um a few mistakes you know some penalties some mental errors uh overall though it's going to be a good game Thank you guys for listening to Game Day with the Gurus. And thank you guys for the support. I, I've had some good support recently. Um, I've gotten some good reviews. Uh, and, you know, I'm just trying to stay consistent with this. 
Uh, like I've said before, this has been a dream of mine for a while. This is my passion. I love covering sports, especially my Wildcats. And thank you guys so much for supporting me, uh, for leaving the five-star reviews, for listening, for following my, me on Twitter, retweeting, all that stuff. You're making my dreams come true, and I appreciate it. Last thing before I let you guys go, I'm going to be doing a raffle a giveaway. Uh, I'm going to be giving away some tickets. I'm not going to say to which game or games. And uh, all you're going to have to do is listen to a certain podcast that I will reveal in the future and leave a five-star review. Thank you again. I am the Wildcat Guru. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Wildcat underscore Guru. Have a good night, everyone.